Those are jazz records. Mr. Blake won't allow that type of record to be sold in our music department. They're to be returned. Well, I see nothing wrong with this one. What is it? Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more, on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to celebrate Skinny Ennis's natal anniversary, take it easy, throw a fit... Here's some news, don't worry, it's good news, and fall in love. He had his own birthday segment back in 2006, so it's about time we honor him again. And besides, back in 2006, I incorrectly gave his real first name as Robert. But last week, August 13th, marked the birth in 1907 in Salisbury, North Carolina, of Edgar Clyde Ennis Jr., better known as Skinny Ennis. The senior Ennis, a clothing merchant, salesman, and auctioneer, and his wife Grace, subsequently had three more children, two daughters and another son. Young Ennis started out playing trumpet, but while attending the University of North Carolina, his Delta Sigma Phi fraternity brother, Hal Kemp, asked him to play drums in his campus band, the Six-Piece Carolina Club Orchestra. When Kemp left UNC to become a professional band leader, Ennis followed and was the band's featured vocalist. Due to his slender build, Ennis had the nickname Skinny, but after it was misspelled on an early record label, he forever became known professionally as Skinny Ennis, S-K-I-N-N-A-Y. He had a unique singing style, described as nervous singing, and a voice described as hesitant, crumbly sugar. Ennis was with Hal Kemp until 1937, including a European tour in 1930, until he was in the movie College Swing, which starred Bob Hope. After filming, Ennis asked Hope if he should return to the band, but Hope encouraged him to organize his own band. He did just that, and in 1938 got a job on Hope's radio show, as well as appearing at top California hotels and in a number of movies. On January 11, 1940, Ennis married Carmine Calhoun, but they divorced in 1959. Following his service in the Army, he rejoined Bob Hope's show and was also in the Abbott and Costello show. Most sources say Ennis died from choking on a bone while eating dinner at a restaurant. It was, in fact, at the still-thriving Lowry's restaurant on La Cienega Boulevard, and according to the autopsy, the cause of death was suffocation due to a chunk of meat lodged in the trachea. He's buried at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Here are three from Skinny Ennis. (laughs) ¶¶ 
lovable. There's no use talking, you're so lovable. When we go walking, I throw out my chest. You're the best. Others just imitate kisses that you create. Lovable. You've got a way of petting that just drives me wild. And say, heaven above above made you so lovable. Love me, lovable child. <laughs> Along, eyes up to heaven, heart full of song. Oh, Lordy, can't you see? I'm washing the blues from my soul. I hit all the high spots and found they were vain. To lose that false pleasure was really to gain. Oh, Lordy, can't you see? I'm washing the blues from my soul. I lifted my hopes to the highest. Found a world friendly and true. Now, right where you are, you can find it. You only need the right kind of you. I put off the old ways and took on the new. The clouds divided, the sun shining through. Oh, Lordy, can't you see? I'm washing the blues from my soul.
Beside me, and whatever betide me, got an angel to guide me. So I'm on my way to heaven. Soon I'll hear the bells ring out, and the choir will sing out. When the pearly gates swing out, or she'll beckon to me. Now I've been waiting a lifetime for this evening at seven. Got a date with an angel, and I'm on my way to heaven. didn't mention it in his bio, but we couldn't have a tribute to Skinny Ennis without his theme song, Got a Date with an Angel. He recorded it several times, but we heard it from a session on Halloween 1934. Got a Date with an Angel was composed by Joseph A. Tunbridge and Jack Waller, with the words by Clifford Gray and Sonny Miller. I don't have birth dates for Messrs. Waller and Tunbridge, but you'll probably be hearing more from them in an upcoming show. Before that, Washing the Blues from My Soul, a Willard Robeson-Dave Oppenheimer collaboration, recorded May 14, 1930. And we started our little tribute to the lovable Skinny Ennis with Lovable, from April 20, 1928. Lovable was composed by Richard Whiting with the words by Seymour Simons and Ralph Holmes. I'm Glenn Robeson, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week I played several versions of Take It Easy, but I had a few other easy records lined up before I switched gears and made it an all-take-it-easy marathon. So for this segment, we're going to take it easy and play some easy songs, beginning with the banjoist supreme, Harry Reeser. (laughs) 
I've played the vocal version of Come Easy, Go Easy Love by Sonny Clapp and his band of Sunshine on the show several times, but never that instrumental by Faye Elliott's New Yorkers. There was probably no such person as Faye Elliott. The band was from San Francisco and was probably so named as a gimmick, never playing outside of California. The only person identified in the band is the drummer and sometimes vocalist Paul Martin Slowbody, born in California on August 26, 1906. If that recording sounds a little thin, that's because it was a Flexo record. Flexo unbreakable records were invented by Jesse J. Warner, a recording engineer from Kansas City, Missouri, and were manufactured by the Pacific Coast Record Corporation. They came in sizes ranging from 3 to 16 inches in diameter, in every color of the rainbow, might have a different speed on each side of the record, and might play from the outside in or the inside out. While they were definitely flexible and essentially unbreakable, advertising copy was wildly exaggerated, claiming, The new Flexo records have been put to the most trying and extraordinary tests. They've been thrown in the streets, run over by automobiles and trucks for hours at a time. They have been laid out under the burning rays of a hot summer sun without materially affecting their rendition qualities. They will wear almost indefinitely and are a permanent and lasting record. And some companies get away with making equally aggrandized claims even today. Anyway, before Come Easy, Go Easy Love, it was Charlie Strait's Rendezvous Orchestra with Easy Melody, written by Larry Conley and Gene Rodemick. That Paramount recording was made in Chicago in October of 1923. Easy Melody was preceded by Jones and Collins' Astoria Hot 8 with Tip Easy Blues, written by Joe Robuchaw and Theodore Purnell. Bluebird 10952 was recorded in New Orleans on December 15, 1929. And we started off that easy set with the banjoist supreme, Harry Reeser, with his easy-going tune, Easy Goin'. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Last week we had a segment about crime, but I didn't have time to play one of the records I had picked out for that segment, but it fits this segment. Here's Erskine Hawkins.
object all sublime, he will achieve in time to let the punishment fit the crime, the punishment fit the crime, and make each prisoner pen willingly represent a source of innocent merriment, of innocent merriment. Let the punishment fit, let the punishment fit, let the punishment fit the crime, the crime, the crime.
riddle, ready for love. I could jump over the moon up above. It has the fiddle and ready for love. Haven't to worry, you haven't to care. Feel like a feather that's floating on air. It has the fiddle and ready for love. Soon the church bells will be ringing. And I'll march with my own father's How the church bells will be ringing. With a hay lining on the end hot Hey, little, little, my baby's okay. Ask me a riddle, what did she say? It has the fiddle and ready for love. There you have all three of the parts of speech which apply to the word fit. We just heard the Blue Mountaineers with Fit as a Fiddle. Al's Goodhart and Hoffman wrote the tune, and Arthur Freed the words. That's from a British 78 on the broadcast four-tune label, which, due to a narrower groove, were able to play more than five minutes and boasted two full-length dance hits on each side. An announcer would give the titles in between the songs, but I didn't play the second song on that side, Taboo Taboo. Maybe another time. That was recorded New Year's Day, 1933, and the vocalists were Sam Brown and Nat Ganella. Clarence Williams recorded his tune, Close Fit Blues, several times, but we heard his September 23, 1927 OK side, credited as Clarence Williams' Blue 7. He also recorded it the following year for Columbia as Clarence Williams' Jazz Kings and accompanied Irene Mims on her 1928 recording. In March of 1929, he recorded it again for Grey Gull, issued on the Van Dyke label as by Clarence Williams' Pepsters. Fittingly, we started off the segment with Let the Punishment Fit the Crime. That was Erskine Hawkins, the 20th Century Gabriel, and his orchestra, April 8, 1939. The vocalist was Jimmy Mitchell, who also played alto sax in the band. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7 KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online, at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com, and we're on all the major podcast directories. A couple of weeks ago, we learned how to tap dance from Cliff Nazaro, and I mentioned Cliff's other record, News of the World, made in 1942. Here it is to start off a segment about the news, and it makes as much sense as many of the news reports today. News of the World. In these days of conflicting rumors, half-truths, and unverified reports, it is essential that every thinking person should be presented with the news in the factual, precise, and distinctly understandable manner. 
The following news items are completely verified and consist of nothing but the truth in every detail. We give you the news of the world. Calcutta, India. After years' research, it has been determined beyond a question of a doubt that the majority of people living in India are Indians. Scorched Earth, Nebraska. This community was rocked last night by the mysterious kidnapping of Randall Force's squadron. He was caught going along the road on Randall Force's race, 10 miles from Randall Force on the Kedrissonden. The ransom was said to be the highest ever demanded, five pounds of sugar. And speaking of sugar, have you ever tried our new breakfast food without any thought of resonance? People think the vitamins are just a fanciful of the but it isn't. You use Randall Force in the cast of the And if you have, did you save the box? Remember, there is a paper shortage, so don't forget, eat the boxes, I mean save the boxes, and eat the cereal. What will our cereal do for you? <laughs> are you tired? Mm. Are you weak? Are you run down? Are you all in after a day's work? You are? Then why don't you go to bed? And when you get up, don't forget to open the window, breathe in some papyrus pull out your filters, put back the grins to the ground, and it will build up your chest, your fulgent bulldididits, your cranjant bulldididits, and your muscles. John W. Redforce has a suggestion for making your automobile tires last indefinitely. Just get an ordinary can of Dwalge, and this can be purchased in any store, then apply a small brush on the entire part of the wrist. As you lift over and comb your hair to the back of the wrist, the mirror will show you that there isn't any cast in the reeds. So pull your puttons in the twitter tuttons and the cutter hooten tuttons with a dratson stretch. Let this dry and check the mileage on your fapasmund. Don't drive for 30 miles an hour in reverse, but keep your paper claws well oiled at all times because your valid face will print it is remain enormous and day. Inasmuch as the tires must be kept off the ground, it is necessary to drive your car upside down. Washington, D.C. Faced with a severe housing problem, also raised, the administration's water raid, the Boston Tent, has decided to cut out all the paper face and put a little fitted piece of boss out of town. This is meeting with considerable private force because the Dwenskys are pulling the patrons in the beetle and the and the raise. But their last reports are the orchestra was still playing Get Out of Town. Now remember, when you use Fallen Administrators breakfast food, take the top off the box, put the box on the top, the top on the box, put the back on the back, put the strand on the back, the room don't say to be the more, but sound for fears of all the rain, but in the way, for the fears of the more. And until tomorrow night at the same time, this is your news panel forces saying, between the forces house, and who believes that if you pour a face with a caramel sailor and real papers, it well remains, you're a papa's horse face. Good night, under medicine, that's it, man.
did say That Miss X and I both felt that certain way I'm so sorry there'll be no orchids today Just an error in the news Another did write That Miss X and I both danced away the night I'm so sorry that report isn't right Here's an error in the news I'd give all I own to pick up a phone And tell them that my dreams came true I'd tell them that my true love and I Are building a home or two I'll call you Mr. Say That Miss X and I both soon would name the day good news that you're in love with me let's break the good news to all the family let's phone each columnist to make the next edition and tell the world at last i found my one and only ambition let's break the good news to everyone we meet let's take the good news and shout it in the streets let's break the good news though it seems too good to be true that you'll soon marry me and I'll soon marry you and we're gonna take our honeymoon cruise let's break the good news Good news and shout it in the street. Let's break the good news, though it seems too good to be true. But you'll soon marry me, and I'll soon marry you, and we're gonna take our honeymoon cruise. Whoa, 
let's break the good news. Terry Shand and his orchestra, with Terry Shand himself taking the vocal honors on Let's Break the Good News. From Decca 1918, recorded June 28, 1938. Let's Break the Good News was written by Joe Davis and Paul Deneker. Before that, Cab Calloway and his orchestra, with the vocal by Cab Calloway. And just an error in the news. Vocalion 3912 was recorded December 10, 1937. Just an Error in the News was written by Will Hudson, who wrote about 50 songs, including Hacha Razmataz, also recorded by Calloway. Will Hudson's real name was Arthur Murray Hayner, and you can look for a birthday tribute to him next March. We started off with the news of the world in a factual, precise, and distinctly understandable manner, completely verified and consisting of the truth in every detail unlike much of what we're getting on the airwaves these days. That was Cliff Nazaro from Bluebird 11545, recorded March 25, 1942. Thanks to longtime listener Ted for pointing out that if you listen carefully to the very beginning of that record, you can just barely hear the buzzer from the control room, giving Cliff the cue to begin. Did you hear it? Cliff Nazaro wasn't just a double-talk artist, but also a serious and quite good vocalist, and here's proof, starting off a set of rapidly rotating records, about being in love. I am. 
Some rapidly rotating records about being in love. That was Jack Pettis and his band with I'm Back in Love Again, written by Cliff Friend. That March 1927 recording was issued on at least six labels. Before that was Eddie Cantor with his big song hit from Ziegfeld Follies, Oh Gee, Oh Gosh, Oh Golly, I'm in Love. Columbia 3934 was recorded June 12, 1923. Oh Gee, Oh Gosh, Oh Golly, I'm in Love was written by Ernest Brewer, with the words by Olson and Johnson. I last played Is I In Love, I Is in 2003. That's right, on the June 22nd show. It was performed by Roan's Pennsylvanians with the vocal by Cliff Nazaro and someone identified only as Snowball. Is I In Love, I Is was written by Will Marion Cook and J. Russell Robinson and recorded June 2nd, 1932. I'm Glenn Robison. The show is Rapidly Rotating Records, and we'll be back next Sunday at 6 here on KISL Avalon. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.